An early morning fire on Seymour Drive in Georgetown brings fire crews to the scene. The Cayman Islands Fire Service responded at 1231 this morning to a 911 report of multiple vehicles on fire. On arrival, firefighters discovered that along with those vehicles, an open wall close to a residential property was fully engulfed in flames. Fire officials say crews responded swiftly and were able to extinguish the fires without any injuries or major damage to the residential property. No word yet on what caused the fire in the first place. Keep your eyes peeled for holiday scams. The RCIPS Financial Crime Investigation Unit says it has noticed a recent spike, prompting a public service announcement. The scams are usually sent to recipients via messaging services such as WhatsApp. And some of the recent scams that have been reported include the following scenarios. Advising of lottery winnings from prominent brands and requesting bank details or administrative fees to collect the winnings. Purported cryptocurrency investments using the names of public figures to entice people to invest. If you get any of these kinds of messages, you're encouraged to contact police and block the sender. Data reviewing the construction sector for the first half of the year shows mixed results. Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin has more. The recently released semi-annual economic report addresses both building permits and project approvals. The report, written by the Economics and Statistics Office, shows that the total value of building permits fell by nearly 4% in the first half of the year to just under $357 million. The report says this was driven by declines in both the residential and commercial sectors. The commercial category recorded the largest drop, falling by nearly $90 million when compared to the first half of 2020. The report blames the hit on the non-recurrence of three high-value buildings approved in the first quarter of last year. The value of residential permits, including houses and apartments, dipped by $12 million for the period, blamed on the contraction of $21.7 million in the houses category. However, the apartments category jumped by $9.7 million. Despite the reduction in value, the number of building permits increased by almost 25%. All categories except hotels increased for that period. Turning to project approvals, the value increased by 106.7% to $357 million in the review period. The other category recorded the largest increase, spiking to nearly $402 million. This reflected approval for the development of the Astor Hospital in West Bay. The impact of the increases was partially off set by a fall in the houses and apartment sectors of $12.7 million and $153 million, respectively. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. The total number of project approvals issued in the first six months of the year increased by 11.6 percent to settle at 395. Cabinet takes steps to protect more of Cayman's natural flora and fauna during their latest meeting. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller reports. On December 14th, Cabinet approved the purchase and establishment of additional terrestrial protected areas under Cayman's National Conservation Act. This included a Salina Reserve extension on Grand Cayman, an area in the east interior of Little Cayman, and Hemington Forest in Cayman Brack. During the same session, Cayman's leaders noted the update on the developing integrated solid waste management system and approved a guarantee of payment to the DECO Consortium. Turning to boards, the group revoked three appointments to the Public Transport Board and appointed the Director of Tourism as chair, along with several members. Several other appointments were revoked from the Cayman Islands Film Commission Advisory Board. Frankie Flowers Jr. was appointed as chair, with Shanda Glidden serving as deputy. Several other members were also appointed. While meeting, Cabinet also approved the Trade and Business Licensing Temporary Reduction of Fee Regulations. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. 
when we spot the talent, we'll try to make sure that we develop them in all aspects in a holistic way. More than $9 million is approved for the provision of sports services over the next two years. The line item in the two-year budget cycle includes things like the rental and coordination of sports facilities, coaching and instructing for the eight focus sports, and local sport development programs. Speaking to the Talent Identification and Development Program, Minister Responsible, the Honorable Bernie Bush, told lawmakers under the scheme, talented children will proactively be approached. You have to sell the child a dream. If the child don't want it, they'll never get there. And you have children that we spot with all this talent and we allow them to sit behind a television all day with PlayStation. If you sell it to the parents, then you let the parents know that their, their child will be looked, looked out after. And For example, we'll make sure transportation is there. And we'll also have to make sure there's schooling in place. Mr. Bush says young athletes must be given the support they need to excel academically and the mentoring necessary to find the best placement for their talent to flourish. Another thing we've seen and we've noticed and some coaches have admitted, you'll have a young person playing football who should really be running track, but it's because of the grouping. We have to do everything to encourage them. This is the, the sport that will get you places much more than this sport. He says this scheme will also include getting young athletes to more overseas competitions, giving them an opportunity to raise their skill level through international play. The Civil Aviation Authority of the Cayman Islands provides safety tips to the public for the holiday season. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solens has the details. Small unmanned aircrafts, kites, and fireworks. Aviation Safety Officer at the Civil Aviation Authority, Rob Harris, breaks down the dangers these pose to aircrafts if used incorrectly. A small unmanned aircraft is commonly referred to as a drone. Normally, they're not a problem. However, most people don't recognize the inherent risks that these um, small unmanned aircraft or drones pose to the traveling public. In around 2015, they put in regulations locally that made it illegal to fly any of these remote control toys uh, within a three nautical mile radius of both the international airports in Grand Cayman and in Cayman Brac, as well as Little Cayman. You can be fined upwards of $3,400 and face prosecution in a worst case scenario. Operating one of these small unmanned air vehicles strikes an aircraft and causes collateral damage to the aircraft or, or, you know, heaven forbid, loss of life. Those are the things you need to keep in mind when you have them. And, and one of the simple rules of thumb is keep it in sight all the time. Don't go above 400 feet and don't fly it in such a manner that it could possibly injure a person or property. A simple kite or fireworks and light displays can cause damage if you're not careful. The first thing is ingestion. You know, with modern aircraft engines, um, you know, depending on the size and the complexity of the kite, now to ingest one of those into a modern jet engine, um, there's a very good chance that it could disable that engine, and you know, the, the results of which aren't aren't great. Fireworks. If really the general rule of thumb is avoid the airports. Now with light shows and laser shows, um, there has been lots of cases, mostly in North America. Well, folks who are out there playing with a little laser and pointing it directly to a landing or departing aircraft. Now, besides the dazzle effect it could have on the flight crew, it also has a damaging effect on their actual eyesight. The moral of the story is to be aware and cautious of the people and property around you and keep the skies clear and safe for those operating aircrafts. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia rankin solins 
For more info, email civil.aviation at caaacayman or call 949-7811. A group of staff and volunteers of the Cayman National Cultural Foundation spent their morning getting mind's eye ready for the holidays. The South Sound Waddle and Daub home of artist Gladwin Bush also got a fresh coat. CNCF Operations Coordinator Dexter Benless says they were on site around 6.45 this morning. We began mixing the lime solution then. So it's a mix of a cactus called that lo- locally is called tuna. Um, so the slime from that mixed with lime powder and water gives us the texture needed to be able to preserve the the uh, waddle and daub exterior. The landmark Caymanian home with its sandy front yard lined with conch shells provides the community with a unique example of Cayman's built heritage and tells the story not just of the artist's life, but of our ties to our faith and our relationship with the sea. That is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's newsroom. I'm April Cummings.